0: At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong. Unmatched employees. Unmatched customer care. Unmatched fiber network.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. And today, I'm excited to have with us Jason Shore, co-owner of Curio in Zelenopal, Pennsylvania, and Patrick Schmidt, Pittsburgh area painter. Jason and Patrick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, Jason, it's an honor of mine to have you back. It feels like it's been two years since we last spoke on a podcast together. And, you know, I know it's an audio-only podcast, so people at home can't see, but you have a great Star Wars collection behind you, so... I greatly appreciate it. And the last time we did talk, it was about toys, right. but, to, but today we're here to talk about you know, something else in your world, which is art and something coming up here soon to Curio. And I just want to have you tell us a little bit about it. Give us a little sneak peek and then introduce our artist for everyone too.
0: Okay, sure thing. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually down in the basement because the girls are home and I told them, uh, Dad has a podcast, so you need to be upstairs and quiet while I do this, so uh, let's hope everything all right up there. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so Curio, what we have going on right now is, um, is a new art show that we just recently put up, and we are uh, having an artist reception on the 22nd. We usually have those the second Saturday of the month, but as you know, this the second Saturday is fall festival. So um, we decided to put it a little bit further into the month so that, uh, you know, we can kind of work on the craziness of that. And Patrick has been traveling a lot lately. He can, he'll he be talking about that, just returning back from, from Hungary. So uh, it all worked out really well that we could have the, uh, the opening on the 22nd. Um, oh. And Patrick's show right now is, is in the main gallery. We have, uh, a large selection of his paintings up, some work done with marker. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a great show. And we really, really hoping a lot of people come out and check it out.
1: Well, with that being said, why don't you formally introduce Patrick?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we have with us wonderfully uh, uh, the artist uh, that we, we found. And uh, we're very excited to be able to show off to the community. And his name is Patrick Schmidt. Hello, Patrick. Hello. Here we go.
1: <laughs> well, Patrick, thank you so much for being with us here today. Could you hey, give thank our you, listeners... Thank you. Oh, no, it's our pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, You know how, how you got into your art, and uh, we'll just start at the beginning.
2: <clears throat> Starting at the beginning. Woo, um, I thought I was going to be a music major, but you don't start college not knowing how to play the piano and more or less tone deaf. So I had to um, start playing an instrument literally from scratch. And the, the two five-year-olds that had the lesson before mine were so good. And I was so bad. I was trying to learn the cello. I still have my cello. I still play my cello. I still am not very good, but I still, I, I do love it. Um, and I needed to fill my my course schedule. And I was like, oh, drawing. I, I'm, I'm going to do a drawing class. And literally day two, I got it. You know, the light bulb went on bing, and I saw my life. And I never looked back.
1: So did you know that you were always an artist, you know, Maybe in uh, high school, elementary school. I,
2: yeah, I knew that I wanted to do something in the arts okay. almost from the get go. Um, you know, in in <clears throat> in third grade, when the teacher asks you, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" You know, I thought, "Oh well, I want to be a teacher, but I could do art too." And so I, I, you know, you're third grade. What do you? What yeah, are you right. do you? Right. <laughs> so. Um, And, you know, I, I, I I teach, I do art, I do art and I get to teach. Um, It's a really win-win situation. Um, I love what I do. It's a, it's a great gig for me. Um, Yeah. It it, and it, and it turned out and I had no idea that it would turn out, you know, you Mm -hmm. just follow it and you just keep going. And um, yeah, it just, it happens.
1: Oh, that's incredible. How would you best describe your style of, you know, portraits, paintings, your your artistic style?
2: Okay, um, I refer to them as hard-edged, which means um, all of my all of the edges of all of the shapes are razor sharp. Um, so it's I tape everything off, I seal the edges, I paint it, I peel the tape off. Very. Um, I don't want to say precise, but it's pretty precise. Um, So it's hard edged. It's, it's extremely colorful. Mm. Uh, I am a colorist at heart. Um, My first few courses in, in art school, I, um, without really understanding the theory of, of color, I was just doing things in, you know, innately. And everyone around me was like, yeah, can I have one of those? Because they understood that I got it, and it wasn't until I actually had a color class um, that I began to put the theory between behind uh, what it was I was doing. So I have been a colorist from the from day one. Um, I really follow uh, a lot of pop art, but also optical art. Um, Although my work doesn't look like either of those, it is certainly um, it certainly comes out of that, Okay. those two movements.
1: Is there a certain color in the palette that might be the one that stands out the most for you and one that you, you know, you have to include in everything you do?
2: Um, no, okay. <laughs> um, you know, at, there have been times where I went through, oh, I'm really into my, you know, I really like lime green and mm-hmm. fuchsia together. Um, but you know, as I move on through this, this journey, it becomes, I want to, I want to add to that color palette. I, you know, I don't want to be limited to just Roy G. Biv, um, even though that's kind of it, Um, but I want to get into the nuances of, of the color. I look at color relationships, Um, you know, color can be very political, Mm -hmm. for example, you know, it can be very logical, it's It's very scientific um, you if you go outside into the into the world, color is all around us in the commercial world. So you put together a color combination and you encounter these in the paintings and you have you like it, you notice it, you understand it, but you can't put your finger on it, and it's because it is it is. It, all around us it's it's pervasive it's um something that is always out there and we may we may understand it or know it but most of the time we don't we just know that when we look at the fame we go oh that's kind of interesting and um yeah it's 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 fascinating
1: where do you draw your inspiration for your art
2: (sighs) where do i draw um you know, a lot of times artists, we, we, you know, we go on, on retreats or residencies and I, and I absolutely do that. Um, I'm going to go on a residency this summer to the South of France. Oh darn, I have to go to the South of France and eat cheese (laughs) and good bread. (laughs) Um, but I think the most inspiration I get is in my, in my own little studio, um, Every morning before I leave for work, I come into my studio and it's like I greet all of my paintings. I, 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 you know, I say hello to them um, and I look at them and, and I think about them all day long about what I need to do to make it, you know, to complete it or to get through this one passage or um, that kind of thing. Um, so my studio is, is, is a really sacred space for me. But, you know, in terms of outside sources, other than, you know, the work itself, um, I listened to a lot of music in my, um, because I was a music major. Um, I remember my, my one composition course, uh, I wanted to, everybody was doing like this Mozart kind of, da, 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 everything was blending. And I was like, can I drop glass on the floor? And start my composition there. And, and the, 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 the very nice woman, um, Sarah Hansen, said, no. <laughs> 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 and, so, and, and, and so I was like, okay, well, clearly I am not in the realm of where I should be. But, you know, music, um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of minimal music. And I, I equate how minimal music and in classical music in general, how it's layers and layers of different sounds and, and textures. Um, I look at my paintings and I think about the different layers and textures of how they're composed. And I, and I use the word very specifically composed because in some ways I do think about um, that I am composing the work like like an orchestration you know I put the reds in and the yellows and I then I have to hide something you know behind something to bring it out and um, so I do think about it in that realm Um, and then you know then in in terms of visual arts you know it's it's um, optical art it's it's painters from you know Matisse to the current day that really push color to that point of of something
0: really really new. Seth, if I if I could jump in for a moment sure. here. Um, sure. I was just thinking about the fact that someone listening to this um doesn't know what Patrick's work looks like or hasn't seen and as of right now when we're talking about it and um you know when I found when I I was looking on Instagram and I found Patrick's work and, and started seeing it pop up here and there and I just kept dwelling on it because I was so amazed by the precision and the, they call it labor intensive work and the color. So Patrick's work is, if someone were to just kind of describe and take a look at it, uh, you would put it kind of in the abstract category and you would just be amazed at the bright, beautiful colors with these straight, crisp, hard edged lines that all meet up together. Some of them you know, uh, more playful and dancing than others and some with longer lines and bigger shapes to go together. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to hear and to hear him because you have to notice that I didn't know Patrick like a month ago. You know, uh-huh. I, I, we had never met. And then Lauren and I, that's, that's sort of what happens. We, we find an artist that we just love the work by because that's the beauty of owning an art gallery. We can kind of see what <laughs> work that we really like. And we, we got a hold of Patrick, and it took a little while bouncing back and forth and talking, and him traveling, and and finally we got to go down to his house and meet him and uh, see his work in person. And you know, um, it's kind of something else I want to throw out there too. Even if you see work somewhere on Instagram or or even in a, like a textbook, you know, we used to have textbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's totally different to see a piece of work in person in the gallery presented in a way to showcase the art so uh, we were really excited to see it in his studio and get to get to meet him and talk we had a it was a wonderful afternoon he he had some uh refreshments for us and we just kind of started talking was talking about music and um and it's really interesting because now I hear him saying all this and I'm like, yeah, this is my friend Patrick. I know him now, you know, uh, it's become an interesting, interesting time getting to know him and having him come up to Curio and and put the artwork out. So this is a, uh, it's very exciting for me.
1: Well, I guess, Patrick, uh, back to your point, how did you decide, hey, I want to come, you know, to this little town of Xelian PA and put my art on display?
2: Um, Jason reached out to me and said, hi, you want to do a show? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, um, no matter, you know, I've sh- literally I've shown all over the country. I'm starting to show in Europe. Um, I've I've shown in small little out of the way places um, in very small communities. And and I've shown in big, you know, I've shown in New York City. And a lot of times, I think showing in the smaller places is, is as, as re- re- rewarding, if not more, than mm-hmm. these big places. And, and part of that is, is the, the appreciation level of, of the viewers coming in um, and the conversations that, that you, you encounter. Um, um, nice little segue here um i would i literally i monday i got back from budapest um and i did a, a big art fair there and you know everybody there is it's all about sell 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 and i'm a, and i'm like no it's about conversation it's about showing one's work um and i had some of the best conversations with old and young people and um and everyone in between it's, it's really um, about the work and I want to show it wherever I possibly can.
1: Well, the public can come and see your work, which is on display at Curio throughout the month of October. And your show is entitled surrender line shape and color. What can we expect to see not only in the gallery, but since you'll be on hand on Saturday, October 22nd, you know, are are you able to dive deeper with those that want to come and learn more about? Oh,
2: oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, and please don't be shy. Um, I, I, I'll talk to any, you know, sometimes, um, the little people, the really little people, they'll come in and they'll stand in front of a painting and they'll scream or they want to touch it. And I'm like, yes, they got it. Um, you know, because they they're not they're not looking at it intellectually. They're not they're just taking it all in, and and when and when it overwhelms them, they're like, "Wow, this is awesome." Um, you you get that sense. Um, so um, yes, please come talk. Uh, but if you want to talk really deep into it, I I can go there too. Um, however, you want to you know wher- wherever you're at. I'm going to meet you from where you're at and let's, let's take the journey together.
1: Well, Jason looks like you're going to have a great art reception that is always free and open to the public and coming up here on Saturday, October 22nd. You know, what, uh, what does this art reception actually look like for you and the rest of the Curio space?
0: Um, Well, I wanted to point out about an art reception. We've had people, who stop by and if we can we try to have the door open and 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 people will stop by and maybe glance in and keep walking or they ask if there's an admission price to come into the museum <laughs> it's not a museum by any means there's no admission it's free there's some some wine some water some treats to have and really it, you don't have to be in a tuxedo you can be in jeans and a t-shirt. You can have dinner at one of the restaurants here in Zilinopal, and then wander over. Um, it's between six and nine o'clock on the twenty-second. And sometimes people ask, do they have to stay for three hours? No, you can stay for ten minutes. Um, but we hope that people will come in and just enjoy walking around. You don't have to have any background in art, and you just have to uh, you just have to show up and go from there. And you can decide to talk to Patrick or look at him from across the gallery, or talk to <laughs> Lauren or myself, and, and just see, just see, and just observe, and, and decide, you know, wh- what this is all about. Um, just looking at art. It, it's an amazing thing. Uh, Patrick had said about the little ones, and I just taught a class at Curio the other night, and I took my group of, of children out. there between the ages of five and nine years old, and we looked at Patrick's work, And they were just so excited to talk about it and the colors and the lines and how did he do it? And we tried to figure that out and, and it was real fun. And then, and then Patrick, you don't know this. Then we did a painting where we taped things off and, and painted. So they got to use some of your technique in a certain way. So it was really exciting. And they had, they had a great time with that. Um, But yeah, I mean, just come and check it out and enjoy the evening is what I have to say about it. Oh,
1: super. Well, Jason, also, how often do you have these? Because I'm sure there's people listening that, might be learning about Curio for the very first time, and you know they might just pop in zeal and go, "What's that?"
0: Yeah, sure. We um, usually do it once a month, and as um, as we said earlier, it's usually the second Saturday of the month. Now during uh, the winter months, like December and January, uh, we won't have a specific art show up. we we'll would just have different artists work up um, around the holidays. Uh, but then we'll get back into it. And we're actually scheduled all the way out through next October for our for our artists, and um, yeah, we change up the gallery gallery once a month and bring somebody different in. So and we try to keep it. You know, we we've had a show of all art by tattoo artists. We've had a show by uh, local artist Susan Drennan, who paints um, beautiful outdoor, almost impressionist uh, landscapes. So we're kind of all over the place and try to just really get the community to see different kinds of art and to just enjoy art. So,
1: And just a reminder, these are all free and open to the public. So please go in, go inside, not only meet Jason Lauren, but meet artists like Patrick here himself as uh, it, it's just a way and a nice way to uh, open yourself, your business to the community and help educate and educate and teach maybe, you know, adults and children, the world of art. Yeah. And of
0: course, the arts there during all of our business hours throughout the whole month. Um, And you can go to curiocool.com to at those hours and um, just come in and take a look. Or as we were talking about the 22nd from six o'clock to nine o'clock is, is the reception night. Uh, That's kind of a party. We've even thought about changing the name from an art reception to an art social. Oh. Um, but the but the kind of idea of an art reception is is just sort of what it's called. Um, and it's not just, you know, not just for the artist and for their friends and family. It's for everybody.
1: Sounds good. So, well, Patrick, I have two last wait. questions for you before we end here today. Okay uh what pieces are you currently working on or you're excited to begin working on that might be coming up after the uh Curio show
2: Right now um because of the Curio show and and Budapest I I paused work because I was I needed to stop to wrap stuff and and for for traveling abroad I had to un unstretch all of my work and roll it and put it in tubes and take it on the airplane and cross my fingers that it made it um so i am not currently work you know working on anything but i do have some um brand new white pristine white canvases ready to go i do i do have some ideas for for both of them um haven't really started anything because i just got back um hopefully this weekend i can uh, I will get in the studio. Um, I do spend about 30 plus hours a week in the studio plus my teaching job.
1: Wow. So, you
2: know, it's, it is, um, it, it is a full time commitment.
1: Well, you mentioned teaching. Do you teach a, a location that people could come? I, I do. I teach down at, um,
2: Washington and Jefferson college. Oh, wow. Yeah. in Washington PA, um, it's, it's, it, it's a really good gig. Um, I love my students. Uh, in a few weeks, we're, we're jumping in a van and we're all going to New York City for the weekend. Um, we do these big long, okay, not long, short weekend um, sojourns to the city just to see art, eat good food, see a performance, get back on the bus, we're home. Um, so yeah, we're, um, we dig on uh, dig my students.
1: Well, that's fantastic. Well, last but not least, how can our listeners learn more about you, your artwork? I know you have an Instagram. Uh, we're going to make sure we share the link so people can go straight to see your work.
2: okay. Um, do you want me to tell you the link? Sure, sure, yeah. yeah um, my instagram is at p schmidt sixty one so it's p p schmidt sixty one and my um, website is patrick schmidt studio dot com.
1: Perfect. Well, gentlemen, right. anything else that you'd like to share with us today that we may not have touched on?
0: No, I, I think we uh, I think we did a great job covering what we yeah. needed to cover,
2: Seth. I yeah, appreciate it. Is, thank you so much for doing this. This was great.
1: No, well, we thank you both for being on today. And just a reminder for everyone, please come pat come see Patrick at Curio and Opal on Saturday, October 22nd from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And if you miss seeing Patrick, at least come see the Curio space as his artwork will be up for the entire month of October. Gentlemen, I hope to see you on October 22nd. All already, right. Thank you for Armstrong in the loop podcast. I'm Seth Prentice keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today.
0: When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com slash zoom